My whole universe was a hot mess State I left my favorite city to a town that had less Wait! My life began to crawl, all of the boys started to drool And they were totally all fools So fuck it, here's a podcast Sex, dating, misery, and possibly conspiracy That all started with Michaela's world Guess who's back on their bullshit? That's right. It's me. (laughs) So, over the summer, I took a bit of a hiatus from the podcast. Now, let me tell you why. So, here's what happened. I met somebody, and the sparks did not fly instantly. But I was a little bored. So, I thought that I would, you know, just play it out. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe something will, like, I'll feel something, right? Well, I didn't. (laughs) And let me tell you what he felt. He told me that he wanted me to be his partner, Basically implying that we're going to get married and, you know, spend the rest of our lives together. I couldn't stand to touch him, let alone to kiss him. So, obviously, this was not going over well. Uh, Some of you may be wondering who this is. This is Crypto Farmer. I may have mentioned him previously in an episode. Now, this man, you know, he was nice and everything, but... He claims that he's super confident, but he's actually a total fucking simp. Realistically, he's a bit of an incel. I didn't want him touching me in any way. I let him sleep in my bed, and he would hold my boob while we slept. After I asked him multiple times not to do that, I was like, hey, can you not do that? I don't like that. Do you have to have your hand there? I really don't like that. Can you stop? I don't like that. And yet, he still did it. And it made me so uncomfortable. And I told him many times. Not only that, for someone who has a fancy university degree, he is pretty fucking dumb. Let me tell you. So he took me to a restaurant that was attached Well, I guess a pub that's attached to a sushi place for dinner. I'm allergic to fish and shellfish. I went into anaphylactic fucking shock and I had to spend my night in the emergency room where he wanted to just sit and hang out. And I was like, I don't want you around. I don't want anybody really around when I'm going through that. I just want to I want to sleep it off. I don't want to deal with people hovering. It's too much. And he would fucking smother me and hover over me. And I told him, you're fucking clingy. You need to stop. You're smothering me. I need space. And I can't get the space. So, thank God, Harv is finally fucking started. He still smothered me. I made a joke over August long weekend about him being my boyfriend. Like we had a talk and everything. I was like, well, I'm not really seeing anyone and all this kind of bullshit. Cause I was just, you know, being a fucking narcissist and seeing how I could play it. Anyway. So after that, 
I called him my boyfriend in front of my friends, you know, I'm just joking, like, oh yeah, haha, my boyfriend. He took it so intense. Even if I wasn't joking about it, he still took it too far. Later that night, he wrote a fucking essay, a literal fucking essay on Reddit about how much he loves me in the most incel way and simp way possible. He's like, don't worry, guys. Love is out there. You just have to wait. Or you just have to not be a creepy fuck and be disgusting. This man's breath was so bad that I honestly, I could not handle it. it oh. It was too much. It literally disgusted me. I couldn't even have him around me sleeping because all I could smell was his breath. He only goes to the dentist once a year because that's what his dentist told him. But I'm like, bro, you got to go like twice a year minimum. I go three to four times a year for preventative measures. He should be going, oh, oh my God. Just fucking thinking, oh my God. Breathe, Michaela. Okay. So I'm just having an anxiety flashback. This man caused me so much anxiety that I had to go on medication. That's how bad it was. Oh my God, I need a drink. Oh, fuck. This fucking relationship was horrible. Honestly, like, who the fuck is like that? And he barely fucking showered. Just disgusting. Oh, I just couldn't handle it. And he's always talking about crypto this, crypto that. Oh my God, I made $400,000 this year. Oh my God. Okay, fantastic. Um, It's all liquid though. You didn't take it out so you could easily lose it in a month. You know, I wouldn't be fucking bragging about that. So you want a house. Okay, fantastic. Well, my brother and I are inheriting 16 properties. So between the two of us, that's eight each. So I mean, like, <laughs> whatever. Like, if you want to fucking play that game. So he tries to pull the fucking money card on me. And I'm like, baby, my dad works in the oil industry. Do you really want to go down that path? I work in IT. Do you really want to go down that path? So he's thinking he's also like a hot shot and everything, but he makes less than $40,000 a year. And he still thinks that he's better than everyone else. And he thinks that he deserves like... Like, he expects women to give everything to him. That's his mindset, right? Oh, I took you out for dinner. You should have sex with me. Oh, I took you out to do this. You should give me a blowjob. No. No one's going to fucking touch your dick if they can't even kiss you, buddy. So, he may be, think that he doesn't think like that or act like that. But I picked up on it pretty fucking fast. He called everyone normies because he's like, oh, well, that's what we call people who don't do crypto. And I'm like, oh, really? 
Well, that's what we fuck. We don't, we have another fucking name for that. And it's not in crypto, but in my world, you're called a peasant and you fit in that category. So I really wouldn't fuck around, but you know what? Whatever, whatever. You want to fucking be like that? That's fine. Anyway, it's not about the money anyway. It's about the fact that he was disgusting. He creeped me the fuck out. And honestly, he gave me a lot of fucking anxiety. Now, my anxiety is still kind of bad, but it's getting better day by day. I'm sleeping better at night because I don't have to deal with somebody touching me when I do not consent to it. I do not have to deal with somebody making me feel bad because I don't want to kiss them. I don't have to deal with somebody making me feel bad because I don't want to have sex with them. He's like, oh, it'll happen eventually. Nobody, it's not. I had to fucking break up with him over text because I couldn't fucking handle it anymore. He, I got this job offer, okay, in Florida. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to consider it because it's a lot of fucking money. Like, I mean, it's almost three times my wage right now. So <laughs> I might as well consider it. So I was thinking about it and we're talking about it. And he's like, this is why I have abandonment issues. I'm like, because I got a good job offer. Sorry, I'm so good and skilled. Sorry, I'm excelling at my career. Is that a fucking problem with you? Because listen, bitch, you think you're an alpha, but you're just a little, like, you're not even a beta. You're hardly anything. You think you're an alpha, but you're not, buddy. You can't fucking handle it. You're not dominant. You're not confident. You're weak. Your insecurities shine through you like there's no fucking tomorrow. I see everything. I can fucking read you from a mile away. So he thinks that he's some hot shot. And then he goes on Tinder. And <laughs> let, let, me, let me tell you this, okay? So I screenshot his fucking profile because I honestly, oh my God, I had to fucking rage about this. I posted the, um, I posted it on Instagram and I also posted this, the story. Let me read you the fucking essay he wrote. So it's titled, last night was the first time in my life that a girl has called me her boyfriend in front of other people. Success. Then it goes on saying, so a little backstory about myself, currently a 29 male, my 20s were an insanely hard time of my life. I lost my, a parent to cancer, his mom, when I was 21. Because of that, I decided not to date while I put the pieces of my shattered life back together. I started dating again when I was 27. I didn't, I really didn't date prior to losing a parent, so I literally had to learn how to date at age 27. I basically spent two years straight absolutely failing, but after each failure... I would reflect and be very critical on, of myself. Sorry, I don't know how to read. I'm fucking illiterate. Anyway, um, each time I got a little bit better. Fast forward through all the shit experiences. About a month and a half ago, I decided to shoot my shot again with a girl on Hinge. We had previously matched a few months ago, but I couldn't get a conversation to click between us because he's a fucking asshole. Okay, and I fucking knew it. Anyways, he goes on to say, with a few extra months of failures and experience, I was able to get a good conversation going and we clicked. We texted for two weeks before going on our first date. It went great and then we started finding out we had a ton in common in person, both of our interests and personalities. We've gone on a few dates since, but this weekend was just magical for me. We were driving back from a day at the beach 
and she more or less brought up the exclusivity talk with me. More or less. Keywords. Just basically said, like it or not, I'm your girlfriend now. She said chokingly. The night prior, she also mentioned how she's not seeing anyone else and that she doesn't have dating apps anymore. Yeah, because everybody's a fucking weirdo on there and I also got banned from everything for being a fucking troll. That's why I'm not on dating apps, not because I found the right guy, but because I literally got fucking banned from every dating app. Hello? Why don't you have dating apps? Because I got banned. Not because I'm madly in love with you. (laughs) Later that night, we went to a little get-together at her friend's house. And she was referring to me as her boyfriend to her friends. Oh, where the fuck am I now? I lost my spot. Um, Sorry, this is really fucking long. I don't care how sappy this sounds, but that was such a great feeling. I cried tears of joy on my way home that night after I dropped her off. I've been going through so much bullshit in the last decade. My 20s started out absolutely horrible, but it's looking like they'll end up being, or they'll be ending sky high. Wow, I can't read. I'm just really enjoying this feeling of euphoria right now. I think it's really important to bask in the good times while they last. I know that more difficult times are inevitable in life, so when things are going well, just slow it down and enjoy them. I'm tearing up as I'm writing this, and I feel so blessed right now. My advice to those that are feeling like they're failing with dating, don't give up. You have to reflect and be critical of yourself after every failure. It's a difficult process, but it's the only way you're going to be better and find someone right for you. Literally every failure I've experienced has helped me with this girl I'm currently seeing. Those failures were absolutely necessary for me to have success with my newfound girlfriend. I don't think I would have been able to succeed if I didn't experience those failures. Well, I mean, that part's true, but too much. So that was written the weekend after um, the long week, the August long weekend. This man stopped me from going home to see my family all of August because he wanted to spend every moment with me. Now, I didn't give a fuck about this relationship just because I, I just didn't. I didn't care. And there's, there was also something else that had happened that had caused me to pursue this as like a rebound relationship, which we're going to get into in another episode because it's a lot of fucking drama there and it involves a certain somebody that we all know and do not really like. So that's fun. Um, Some new stuff was also, you know, brought to my attention over the weekend that I was kind of, I assumed happened. So I'm like, (laughs) okay. Sure, this is how it's going to go. Anyway, I forgot what I was talking about before I read that story out. But I just told him over text, I was like, I'm repulsed by you. I don't want to date you. Like, you're disgusting. So basically, I, was, I had already broken up with him the week prior. But he still kept texting me. So I was like, hey, whatever. I'll give him a second chance. Obviously, that was not going to fucking work because I knew that. And then 
he broke up with me on my behalf. So he literally, literally what happened was he broke up with himself on my behalf. So he took away my choice and told me that I was breaking up with him, but I didn't stop him because that's what I wanted. And yes, I had to do it over text. Was I proud about doing it over text? No, not really. But I had to do it because I honestly could not stand him anymore. Everything he did annoyed me. Being around him, I was annoyed. I was just, I had no fucking space. I worked so hard to have this space and this apartment that I'm in right now. I live alone in a two-bedroom apartment. My second bedroom is my office. It's full of shit. I've got a couch in here, a piano, fucking four computers, a coffee table, three microphones, a green screen, a bunch of other shit, a closet full of like snowboarding gear. That's just like my jackets and winter shit. Not even including my snowboards. Those line the walls of my apartment. I have my fan art. I have other shit, work shit. Like I work in here. Like this is, this is my space. I worked so hard and I put so much effort to have my own personal space and then to have a man come in and take that away from me. Now this is different than Mr. President because Mr. President had his own life going on, right? He had a kid, he worked some crazy hours, so I didn't see him often. So I had that space that I liked and I didn't feel like he was interfering in my bubble. But with Crypto Farmer, it was totally opposite. He totally infringed on my personal bubble and I could not handle it. Like I honestly, it was driving me insane to the point where I'm crying to Chris. I'm fucking texting Chris. Like Chris knew everything that was going on in my relationship because he's my best friend. I'm texting him, keeping him updated. I'm like, oh my God. And fucking Lindsay too. Like we're talking all about this shit. We're like talking trash and like even, even my girlfriend Elshi, you know, we're always, we're talking about it. We're like, what the fuck? I'm just sending the screenshots. Everybody's updated. Everybody knows what's going on. And they're like, yeah, you got to break up with him. But I decided this weeks ago when I was out at girls night and I'm like sitting at a table halfway through a fishbowl of Boston pizza. And I say to the girls, I got to break up with crypto farmer. And they're like, what? Don't say that. You're just drunk. I'm like, no, no, I'm not drunk. I'm, I just gotta, you know, I gotta do it. Gotta break up with him. I'm really not happy. And then fucking like three weeks later, four weeks later, maybe here we are single as a Pringle back on my bullshit. Okay. So you know how I got back on the dating apps? I texted my mom and I said, mom, <laughs> mom, can I borrow your number for Tinder? I got blocked for being a troll. She's like, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> then she says, she says to me, I'll tell your dad I'm not dating. <laughs> Cause she doesn't understand how Tinder works. So it's so cute and funny, but it was, I was so bored. I was like, mom, I need your number. I'm bored. I need something to do. So she just like, Let's me use her cell phone number for my dating apps. Thankfully, 
Thankfully, I got back onto Tinder and I can entertain myself with the idiots on there, honestly, but I've been very careful with how I'm swiping. I'm not just swiping for everyone like I used to do because I just wanted some bullshit. Now I'm very picky about who I swipe for. I swipe for all the good looking men, but ones that don't have kids. Cause I don't, I don't want to be involved in that right now, but mm, it would be okay. But baby mama drama, right? Anyway, I don't want to be involved in that bullshit. So I'm like, okay, be very, very picky. So now I'm being very, very, so fucking picky about who I, like I was picky before, but I am extremely picky now. Holy shit. But anyways, we are going to talk about that more in another episode And we're also going to go over how he's a covert narcissist and he has projecting issues. Now, as much as I want to go into this with you all now, I have to wait for Lindsay and Chris because we need to do it together because they know everything and it's easy for us to all bring it together. So I'm sorry this is kind of a short episode and it's just a bunch of like bitching, but I just, I had to get it out there. Okay, definitely wait for something very interesting and well, we're just basically going to tear apart my relationship and what the fuck just went down? Honestly, what the fuck? Oh, it just confuses me that this shit happens. Anyway, I will talk to you guys soon. Expect a little bit more content from me, possibly. I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of it, so they may not be long episodes, but they will be episodes. There will be shit coming your way, okay? I'm gonna try to be more active. I promise things are kind of calming down for me. I'm no longer as stressed out and as burnt out, so... Here's to another week of bullshit and I just smacked my hand against a crate. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I will talk to you guys soon. Love you. Bye.